inspiration, success stories, expert advice, strategies, new ideas, and amazing conversations. Everything you need to become a great speaker. This is Oscar Santolaya, and welcome to Time to Shine. Hello, and thanks for joining a new episode of Time to Shine. And think about that you are already prepared for your presentation, your talk. You have rehearsed pretty well. The time is coming, but you should uh, think about the last minutes before that. And we are going to focus today on those last minutes. Our guest today has very interesting ideas about that. So let me introduce you. And actually, for after a long time, we have a guest from Lithuania. So let me introduce you. Asta Pipiraite, she is a public speaking coach with six years of public speaking experience. She has been TEDx Kaunas host 2021 and mentor for speakers since the event TEDx Kaunas started already four years ago. Uh, she has been a facilitator and coordinator of various projects and member of an improvisation theater Impro Kaunas already for two years, and she has started a career as an actor. Hello, Asta. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Fantastic. So definitely, I want to hear more how you, beyond these last years, the things we are we are seeing. I have seen you super active in in social media, and called my attention what you talk about. Dress up your confidence in this this. What you do the last minutes before your your presentation starts, but please tell us a bit of your journey. Well, you said the last minutes, right? But I have to say it's not during the very last minutes. I would say it's at least a day before your speech. And I do various things. Some things a day before a speech, and some things half an hour before a speech and some things just before I go on stage. So, and I just, uh, you know, um, put those things in different categories and all those uh, categories, all those things help me to elevate my energy, to boost my energy before going on stage. And I think uh, I use my intuition a lot um, thinking about those things and it comes from my own practice um, and uh, I, I wouldn't say that I use all of them all the time mm -hmm. but I would just feel what exactly do I need right what's important for me this time or how do I feel exactly right now maybe maybe I'm really really energetic so I don't need to boost my energy anymore. You know, that's really important just to ask yourself. So how do I feel right now? Do I feel really low and tired? Or am I really excited? And, you know, I'm already really energized uh, because I, I feel a little bit of fear. So if I boost my energy even more, that's mm. that's probably a little bit not good. Because, you know, you will just jump on the stage and you might frighten the audience if it's a little bit too much. So you you have to be balanced, I think. And first of all, ask yourself, so how do I feel? So if you feel a little bit tired and stressed after work, you had an argument with your family, let's say, or something bad happened to you or something 
told you something irritating, for example, and and um, you feel knocked off talking about your energy, right? So then uh, I would use those things that I was talking about in my posts, like using citrus scent. That's one thing mm-hmm. that I do. And I usually use it just before going on stage. If I feel low, I would just smell my citrus scent, put a little bit, you know, on my body. Mm-hmm. And uh, it gives you this boost of energy as if you just woke up and my eyes even widen up. And, uh, you know, I get this sense of tingle in my brain and in my senses when I smell the citrus scent. It's awesome. It really is. And if you need that really quick instant boost, Mm -hmm. then I would use, you know, citrus scent. Uh, What also is really, really important for me is high heels, wearing high heels Mm -hmm. and um, thinking about what I will wear in general. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if I have time, I think about what I will wear the same day. If I don't have time, I would think at least a day before. If it's a really important conference, um, I would think about what I will wear a few weeks before. Yes. And what I do, usually I ask the organizers or I, I would go and check the uh, stage the auditorium and see for myself how it looks like what the background color is is it huge or not what the space looks like because they use different lightings right yes. i've seen one stage which looked purple okay like totally violet and purple colors so it um the lighting and the background color will affect how you look when you choose your um, colors of your clothes, right? If if the background is black and you wear black, then you will obviously disappear. Exactly. If the background is white and you choose a white ensemble, <laughs> all white, then, then you will disappear, right? <laughs> and I think it's really important to, to show your charisma or charm in this way when you go on stage because first impression counts i think you know first impression counts and it's not and it's not only about the first impressions or you know if you are really really sensitive to the topic of clothes for example you you just don't care right you just want to be comfortable and that's it and you don't care about wearing high heels if you're a lady and you want to wear just flats that's fine but i would say at least think about the background when choosing the color but if you are same as me and i mean that uh, colors and fabrics and the feel of clothes affect my energy and clothes and the high heels affect how I perform on stage, then of course you will think about that too. I tend to choose uh, clothes that are mm, comfortable in a way, but uh, it can be flowy dresses, 
And uh, the dress would give me a really good feeling of freedom on stage. I wouldn't choose something that it's really that is really really tight, like a pencil skirt, for example. <laughs> Although I did that a few times, right? You know, it depends. It depends on your topic, and depends on the venue. It depends on the audience a lot the choice of the clothes and mm, what you will say, right? Do you want to be a bit strict or do you want to be uh, a bit goofy on stage or do you want to be um, playful, right? So different characteristics are needed sometimes. So it, uh, for me, clothes definitely, definitely affect that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that's true. I um, I also try to think what is the best way to uh, to dress so to feel to feel good to feel good first of all, right? As you said, and also the what is the impression that you are you are getting from the audience? Yeah, and being, also um, you have to check what color suits you, of course, and mm. what uh, kind of clothes suits you. I remember I did a workshop where I spoke about this topic and I, I had an idea. I just brought some colored papers, um, just different colors. Mm. And uh, I just put the different colors next to my face and I changed the colors. And I saw some, some uh, reactions in men, especially, and they were like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> Because then they would actually, they could actually see how um, different colors reflected with my face and hair color. Mm -hmm. And I would um, look different when I had a different color next to me. And uh, well, I think women know these things and we have. Um, types of person we call a summer type a winter type of person and we know uh, our skin type and and uh hair color and i think the colors that we wear uh should be considered uh, and chosen by the skin color and hair color that you have yeah, that's correct. And I, and I think many, not everybody knows which colors uh, fit the best for themselves. I'm sure because I can see sometimes why this person is wearing colors that, well, it's not the best at least. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, has, yeah, uh, definitely. Has had so advice you or see, has analyzed enough or <laughs> sorry, uh, maybe some people. I don't know. You had an advisor, but some some way of of getting that information that yeah, this this knowing that okay, these are the colors that that fit me well. So it's uh, it's a bit an exploration, right? Unless you have an advisor for that. Yes, yeah, somebody that could look at you and tell you would be probably the best thing. Yeah, so women do it all the time. They would drag a friend right mm. uh, to uh, a store and and ask them like, 
how does it look like? Because we know that in changing uh, booths, they have really bad lighting some sometimes and the area is narrow and we try something on and we come back home and it looks completely mm -hmm. different, right? So if, if somebody could uh, look at you, I don't know, your mother, your friend, your wife, your gay friend or your husband, somebody who has a really good visual sense, um, I think would be able to tell you that. There are information on internet as well, at least uh, about those winter and summer types that I was uh, talking about. Okay. Uh, so definitely there's information there and you can check it out yourself. Like I said, just grab some colors and just put on you and see the change, how your face looks different when you put different uh, colors next to you. So um, you can do with paper as well. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be as easy as, as uh, using uh, a bigger, bigger, garment but um yeah it might work why not mm -hmm. yeah definitely and the other aspect the, actually the first one that you mentioned is about the scents uh which is is quite rarely mentioned right and actually i never i think i ne no i never tried actually before a presentation or before a performance just spray myself something or smell something no i never done it actually uh but uh and yeah, yeah it's really surprising nice... to me because people who are interested in aromatherapy, they know that different scents can affect your energy as well. For example, lavender. Uh, you, you can use lavender before sleep and lavender gives a relaxation effect on your energy. You, you feel relaxed and, and you feel a sense of ease and, um, so that's not oh, good for before going yeah. to the stage. <laughs> will relax you too much unless you're <laughs> overexcited before. <laughs> so which one you recommend? Which scents you recommend for just before the definitely stage? citrus. Citrus, okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely citrus. If you want to boost your energy, so definitely citrus because citrus has this this effect. It won't relax you as um, as lavender, for example, or. I think eucalyptus also relaxes you in some other sense, but citruses definitely will wake you up. Mm -hmm. and, and how did you, um, because I, I, I noticed also in, as I say on this article he were writing uh, lately about these topics and, and what, what was your motivation to, to talk about these topics of, of dressing up? before your talk so what motivates you to to explore these topics that we are talking about today what's your own experience or challenges from other people other speakers you were working with a really really good question um well it's hard to answer what was the first thing that inspired me but it's you know a natural thing that you think about your speech all the time and you prepare for it for a long time and you n not only write the speech and rehearse it but 
you you think about it, um, you picture it, how you will look like, especially in the beginning of your practice as a public speaker, I, I feel. And um, to answer your question, what inspired me to talk about it was that I felt that it's really important, well, at least for me, to to ask yourself, so how do I feel? So what is my energy level? And if if it's not right, so how do I elevate it? So the color thing, clothes and high heels was really natural for me because um, mm-hmm. that is really important. And it gave me a sense of self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and then I I started just experimenting with it and feeling how it affects my energy, how I begin to feel really playful with it and enjoying the process of preparation. And I would just put some clothes on and then put some music on, mm-hmm. which is also really important for preparation. I feel it boosts your energy as well. So I would put some music on and start dancing <laughs> and, you know, feel my body and uh, just feel the space and, and feel the space with clothes that I'm trying on. So music is really, and dancing is really, really important. I would, for example, drive to the venue and put um, energetic music on mm-hmm. and it, just changes your energy right and you feel different like you even start to drive faster because (laughs) how music affects you (laughs) yeah 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 so yeah so so um this is really really important for me this mm, mental preparation and and asking yourself about your energy because uh, i felt that in the beginning before going on stage, of course, I would feel fear. And I would imagine myself in all these scenarios that I would fail. And this would just increase bad energy, bad thoughts, and uh, increase my heartbeat. And I would just feel more scared. And then I started thinking about about the value that I bring to audience. And, you know, when I started focusing on that and not on myself, only then I experienced this shift um, in my own energy, in my mental state and how I performed. And I didn't feel scared anymore. Because I wasn't focusing on myself. I wasn't focusing on the thoughts, how I will look like, how I will fail, how I will just uh, fall from the stage. And, you know, in the beginning, you have these thoughts. This is natural. But then later on, you start focusing on the value that you will give to the audience. And you started focusing and looking at the audience and thinking, hmm. I wonder who will come. Mm, I wonder if they will be friendly. I wonder how many people will benefit from this. So so this shift was extremely, extremely important for me. And 
since that time, since I started thinking that if at least one person will benefit from my speech, I will be absolutely happy and my speech will be worthwhile. So since that time, I I wasn't scared any, uh, to go on stage anymore. That is really, really important, I feel. Well, excellent. So that's that's why you enjoy it now, being on stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it's um, linked. I don't know if you can say that's why you enjoy it, but I think it uh, it is both. You have to think of the value and that you will give some value to the audience. Mm-hmm. And uh, this mental position gives you self-confidence, but you have to think also that you have to enjoy it yourself. Yes. Because if you only think about the value, you get too serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you also have to enjoy it yourself. And if you enjoy it yourself, then audience will feel your energy and enjoy your performance, enjoy your speech together with you. Yeah, definitely. So, so And we are actually approaching one more thing, one more important thing that I do Mm -hmm. before going on stage, just before going on stage. And it's really linked to to those things that we are talking about right now. So one more thing that I do just before going on stage is pray. And when I say pray, I don't mean, well, I'm Christian, but I don't mean that I I, I, uh, say a whole prayer. Uh, a prayer that I would say in church. I don't do that. I my prayer is mm, something that I think of at that moment and something that feels right at that moment. So I would think or say quietly to myself, um, "This it's like an initiation of myself, right?" Uh, so I would think something something like that. God, please bless my thoughts, bless my words that are, that will come, and bless my emotions uh, that will come on stage. And please help me make my performance as valuable and as best that I can. Something like that. And maybe it sounds weird when I say it out loud, but it's something that I say quietly to myself. Mm-hmm. And I I mean it 100%. I mean it, right? I mean it. And it's asking of God and asking of myself. And then I would, I feel really, really centered. And I know um, that I'm going there for the audience. And I want to be the best that I can. And this short prayer helps me do that and helps balance my energy a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it helps me to get really centered, to get back to myself. And then, you know, I know that I will um, have the necessary, the right words for the that situation that I'm in in that moment for people that will face me in that moment. Mm-hmm. So um, it's yeah, it's really really important for me this this prayer or short sentence that I have in my mind with my 
higher self or God or source mm-hmm. or whatever you believe in or whatever you feel close to or or um, if you need some sort of, uh, you know, help. It's a short meditation, so to say. Short meditation just before you go on stage, just to balance your thoughts. Because like I said, in the beginning of my experience as public speaker i would just my thoughts were chaotic i would just picture myself um falling off the stage talking some nonsense uh, something bad will happen and so on and so on you know these scenarios right and then you you feel that your your heart is just jumping out of the chest and in my case my voice would break because of the fear and the nerves and and everything but then only then only later i realized the importance of uh, of your the shift of your focus so yeah that shift of the focus so i do that shift with this prayer meditation thing and uh, just thinking about the audience beforehand. So this is really, really important before going on stage. So uh, the scent, the colors are just, you know, just parts of um, of this preparations beforehand, before going on stage and delivering a speech. But this meditation prayer thing and this mental preparation mm-hmm which also changes your energy is extremely important for me. And yeah, if you're not practicing it, I would say do it. Exactly. And that one is in the last minutes before entering the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Last minutes. Well, if you, if you are really frightened and if you think that, um, it's a really important conference and oh and you know I'm stuck stepping up in my game and you feel during preparation like weeks before your speech if you feel mm. fear creeping up then of course you can do this mental exercise uh, weeks before your sure. speech just think about the audience right and think what I will say will be valuable to the audience. And at least for me, this one thought gives me a confidence and uh, ease of mind, definitely. So, like I said, it depends on you, how you feel mm-hmm. in the exact moment and uh, what do you need naturally in that moment? Maybe a thought about the audience, maybe a smell of sense, maybe some music and relax and feel goofy and uh, remind yourself that you have to have some fun on stage yes. and, and uh, don't be so serious and don't overthink as much. And you have to be playful as well. Yes. It's uh, because it's really, really important as the audience feel can feel your energy totally yeah exactly yeah when you were talking about the the prayer i was i was also remembers what other people said about some people call it like uh tell your intentions right your intention is like uh, have fun for instance my intention is just have one of my intentions is have fun during this presentation of course serve the audience bring value to the audience so bring this as um yeah, as an intention, you tell yourself, or in your case, you tell God. But in in those last moments when you are about to enter 
to enter to the stage. So yeah, definitely it's it's a it's a good reminder, especially when when your mind is is uh, is a bit uh, <laughs> in another place when the when the seconds are coming to come to the stage. Yes. Yes, definitely, definitely. Well, some people say do a breathing exercise, right? Uh, breathe. And I did that experiment experiment one time uh, before a public speaking contest. Mm-hmm. And actually, it was a different effect for me. Uh, so people say, if you breathe, do a breathing exercise, you breathe in, hold for two seconds, breathe out, and then do the same again, right? Mm-hmm. So... This breathing exercise uh, caused my heart to to work faster. And because my heart started working faster, um, I felt like I'm getting more nervous. Mm. And I was completely calm beforehand. And after this exercise, I was nervous. So I was like, what? No. (laughs) So it had a completely opposite effect on me. Mm-hmm. And I spoke with this uh, yoga teacher mm-hmm. and I told her this story that this thing happened to me and I did that. And she was like, yes, of course, you have to do breathing exercises a month before your speech. <laughs> your body needs to adjust to it and you have to do it every single day to feel mm-hmm. a certain change. And if you did that just just before going on stage, of course, it can have a different effect on you totally. So I was like, ah, yes, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense, yes. So, yeah, thinking about the breathing, uh, I actually do other types of exercises before going on stage probably almost every single time. If I have if I have the possibility, like because you have to have a certain space and you need to have time for that. So I do exercises for for my mouth and my voice, for my vocal apparatus, so to say. Because my weakest element in in um all public speaking elements if i can say that because you use not only your voice you use your mimics you use your body you use the space um you walk around the stage or you you are quite static and you use your eye contact so all of these elements are really important when you are on stage you you use all all of them so and i found that it's different for all speakers public speakers uh, how naturally evolved those elements are so for me my weakest element was my voice and uh, in the beginning if I was nervous on stage, the audience could hear it from my voice. So my tone would be different. And uh, in worst case scenarios, my voice would break. Or, you know, when the voice breaks in the middle of the sentence. Oh, my God. That's, you know, so terrible. Um, so so my, my voice was the weakest element. And I had uh, troubles with breathing and um with 
uh, the tone of my voice and the the cracking itself if if I was nervous. Uh, so when I was preparing for TEDxCONUS 2021 conference to host the conference, uh, I uh, I wanted to prepare really well for that conference, and I had sessions with the acting coach, mm-hmm. and she she gave me a wonderful, wonderful exercise for my voice because she she caught that my voice is quite weak, mm-hmm. like instantly. She was like, you're breathing wrong and your voice is weak. So you have to do this exercise. So I did uh, this exercise where I had to, you you do it uh, standing up and you bend your knees a little bit and then you breathe in. And when you breathe out, you say, ah, then a, e, o, u. Um, those vowels for five minutes. So I did that every single day for five minutes. And in a week's time, I could already feel the change in my voice. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. But my voice was stronger and my breathing was stronger as well. Um, So yeah, that, that was really, really good exercise. And there are so many exercises for for your more voice and to warm up your lips and to warm up your tongue and it's really important to do that it comes from acting as well but i think it's really important for public speakers as well because you know we speak and we use um, our voice all the time that's probably the main thing right so it's really really important to warm up with your voice with the lips with the tongue it affects your pronunciation (laughs) yeah and especially if if your weakest point is is your voice like mine i feel that it's extremely important to to do these warm-up voice warm-up exercises yeah yeah and voice is also super super important and that, as, as many other things, is something you have to be building. It's not just last moment. It's, it's something you have to be building. Oh, yes, Next definitely. Moment. Definitely. Um, uh, Asta, could you now share with us what is your favorite quotation? Yeah. I don't have many quotations because I'm really bad in remembering names and quotations <laughs> in general. But I have one that I really, really like, and I use it often in my seminars. Uh, it's by Ralph Waldo Emerson, one of the greatest uh, American public speakers. And he said, I quote, all the great speakers were bad speakers at first. <laughs> what, what a great quote. I mean, what a great quote, right? And it's so true. It's so true. And I use this quote uh, often because, you know, it tells you that uh, you are not just born with some talent to go on stage. How, you know, most of us think like that. Oh, I can't do that. You know, I'm not this charming actor or this charming 
person uh, and I, I I couldn't do that, right? No, practice and yeah. you can. Everybody has learned. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's a lot of practice. Uh, you gain certain skills, you learn certain methods and then you see a huge change. And I saw the same change in myself and I saw that change in so many people. I couldn't believe it when I thought, you know, about um, people just starting. And when I saw them for the first time, when they, when they, when they jumped on the stage and then few, few months later, mm-hmm. you see this enormous change, right? And then you just can't believe it. But it's it's the reality. So that's why I like this quote so much. Asa, could you now recommend us one book that has particularly inspired or influenced you? Yeah, sure. Uh, I like reading a lot. And uh, there are so many great books. But one that I will recommend is a really old book. But I will recommend it because it had a huge, huge effect on my life. I think this book saved me. Uh, it's called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. Okay. Um, yeah, but, you know, I believed it. I believed every single sentence that was written there. And I read it really slowly, sometimes a page a day, because I would do it instantly, mm-hmm. what was written there, yeah, or I would analyze some things instantly, <clears throat> uh, or I would uh, analyze myself and my past, some things that happened in my life. And um, that's why... It helped me so much. It, it really, I think this book saved me. Sounds so you know, why I'm saying that it saved me, um, two things. Before I started reading this book, I was in a really bad place. I would just cry myself to sleep sometimes. I was in a really, really bad place. But then I started reading it and I started dreaming again. So that was one thing. Another thing was that I was I was sick. I would just lose my consciousness. And it wasn't how do you say the epilepsy, right? It wasn't that. And the doctors couldn't find what it was. They, they couldn't find the reason for it. And I would just lose my consciousness for some time. And it could happen anytime and in anywhere. Um And I couldn't drive because of it, of course. You know, I was uh, feeling limitations in my life. And and then I I got really unhappy. And I was like, so why is this happening? And when I read this book, I started analyzing myself and analyzing my life and analyzing my childhood. And I actually started digging so deep that I caught the first reason why it started happening to me. And when I, when I found out the reason, then I was able to say, stop, no more. 
And you know what? Since that day, when I said stop no more, I am in control of my own life. That was the last time it happened to me. Wow. It was the last time since I lost my consciousness mm-hmm. and I was cured. Wow. Really transformational. Well, happy that you found a book and yeah, it's. You are now here. Fantastic. You can Yeah, drive, so you, can... you know, that's why I'm saying <laughs> that it it saved me. It changed my life. And after reading this book, because I believed it so much, my life changed totally. Not only did I heal, uh, after reading this book, I moved to another country where I learned to drive finally. And my life changed completely. So uh, getting better health-wise was only one example mm-hmm. of the effects of this book on my life. So if you haven't read it, I would recommend to do it. Yeah, definitely. I'm super intrigued with the book. <laughs> Thank you for telling the book and sharing your story. It's really, really wonderful. And please finally share with us an exercise, something practical that you would recommend us today that regularly a routine to shine um okay so one exercise already shared um for your voice and i can share one more exercise for warming up your mm, voice and lips as well mm-hmm. because i think it's re- extremely important to do that even for example maybe your uh, voice is not your weakest element in your public speaking elements, right? In in the whole package that you have, I would say do it anyway. I think it's really important to to warm up um, your voice and then lips mm-hmm. and tongue. Yeah, so this exercise is really really simple. All you have to do is grab a pen or a pencil. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's clean <laughs> and um, and just stick it in your mouth. Not, not stick it in your mouth, but... Um, your teeth. Just bite it. Bite, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just bite it. And then just speak with the pen or mm. pencil in your mouth, basically. It's kind of uncomfortable and I can do it with it right now. But what will happen is uh, your lips will warm up and you will enunciate more. And you you have to do it only for, I don't know, a minute, mm. two minutes, not long, but it, it has a huge effect. So let me, let me just show you. So you just bite it oh, in your sorry. mouth like that. And uh, you will try and talk with a pencil in your mouth. It sounds really stupid and silly, but uh, I have to try and enunciate even more. And that's why it's really, really good for you. (laughs) Right, so um, um, hopefully we will hear some difference after me speaking really silly like that, right? So let's see if we can hear some change, hopefully. If you can't hear any change now, uh, well, I have to do it for longer then. But uh, believe me, (laughs) this is a really, really good exercise. And I I do it before going on stage because I can feel the difference in 
in how I enunciate and I, how I pronounce words and things. Mm -hmm. Okay, excellent. Thanks, Sam, for that exercise. Was very nice talking with you, Asta. And please tell us how people can get in touch with you or find more about the work you are doing. What are the best ways? Sure. If you have uh, any questions, if you need help with your preparations for uh, public speech, if you are going to a conference, then you can write me an email um, at asta.piperaite at gmail.com. And I'm also on social media. Uh, it's Asta Piperaita on LinkedIn. And I'm using Facebook as well. It's it's the same name, Asta Piperaita on Facebook. Just, just text me and uh, we can have a chat about preparations. And I would be really glad if you would share your experience and maybe you have more things to, uh, to add to what I was talking about. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you can just text me using social media or email me. All right, perfect. Thank you very much. Asta was a very funny and educational uh, conversation with you, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. It was a pleasure uh, talking with you, Oscar. Really fun time. <laughs> I enjoyed myself immensely. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Do me a favor. Have you read my book, Rogue the Tech Stage? Please go to Amazon.com and leave me a review. I appreciate all your support. Keep shining and the next time, 